It is a Tech East Tuesday live from the MVP Arena. Uh, it is uh, the Empire offices at the MVP Arena. A big old hockey event coming up this weekend. Big old, big old Frozen Fourish. Yeah, kind of thing going regionals. on. Regionals. Who's going to play in the Frozen Four? Ooh, very yeah. cool stuff happening here. Uh, Minnesota State, Notre Dame, uh, one of the Dakotas. I think it's. Uh, I think it's. I think it's Dakota Prescott. Um, I just imagine you doing the PA for it now. That's how you would have done it. I did the um, I did the commercial. Oh, you did. I did the voice for the commercial. Like that? Yeah, like it's the NCAA frozen something or other. They've got ice and sticks and little rubber things they call pucks. <laughs> Dakota something, yeah. right? Or taking on Notre Dame? Yeah, Notre Dame. That's who it is. Um, I got Cam right in. Hello, guys. What's up, Cam? Um. Just a reminder, we will be back under the orange roof on Friday, 5.30 to 7. Finally, Lovac and Kaz will be back under the orange roof on Friday. I uh, I got to tell you, I had a good time last time. I wonder if Boston Dan will still hang out with us. He was a little cross with, with one of us. <laughs> one of us said things we weren't supposed to say on the show. That was not me. It was me. Uh, but it worked out. It worked out. It was going to be our viewing party, so. You know, there you go. Is it's he getting sad. back to you since then or no? Very, very, very sparsely. Very sparsely. It could have been. <laughs> it could have been when I started texting his wife and asking if he could hang out later. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then he got me an Uber. You know. So um, it was like, <laughs> you ain't gotta go home, back, but you ain't staying here. Get in that car. Uh, all right. So uh, we are here, and of course, bracket challenge going on. Guys, how you doing in the bracket? Uh, the the Levac and guys, or is it Godzilla? Godzilla. It shouldn't be. Should be Levac and guys. But you know, if you want to make a Godzilla, Godzilla bracket challenge. How you doing on that? Not great. Not great. Uh, below average. If I was a student right now, I'd call myself a C student. Although I'm a C student, I have room for improvement. Not just room for improvement, Levac. Room for a chance to finish, like, top 10. I'm not going to finish in the top three. I'm not going to have the best bracket. Because I have Kansas, I have Texas Tech, I've got Villanova, I've got some dogs still left. Some dogs. I feel good Gonzaga. about Gonzaga. You got Gonzaga. I got Gonzaga. Kansas, the whole thing comes down to Kansas for me. I liked Kansas from the end of February, early March. Their draws better, so you're beating me. It's the point you wanted to I'm, get I'm, at. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm 31st. That's more than it's uh, more than twice as good as you. Um, I I'm a little upset with myself. I didn't take Michigan over Tennessee. I didn't go homer like I would normally. That upsets me a little bit. But uh, right now, with the exception of of Michigan, I I'm only like Michigan. And Iowa State are the only teams that I didn't have here. Wisconsin kicked my ass by Wisconsin. No, I'm sorry. I had Baylor beating North Carolina. Um, but Wisconsin, I had I had moving on to uh to you know to the Elite Eight. So that hurt a little. Ew. That one stung a little. But everybody else still alive. Still alive, ready to go. Get out of there. Get after it. And I've got Arizona as my champion. So I still got cats in the fight, if you will. Not so much dogs. So there. Yeah, looking at the top leaderboard right now, we've got Jay Racco and S. 
excuse me, ZMFD tied for first. Both had Gonzaga win it all. Is that swearing? ZMFD. Our guy, Willie Fish, Big KD, and former UAlbany fullback Ben Carl all tied for third. Uh, Dan L, Mike Dad. Jim See, your dad, your dad, your, your dad. I, I love your dad. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> but he 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 could have been he could have helped you out here. He could have just put his name in, and then it would have looked like you were doing better. <laughs> because you're a third. That's right, Thomas Gazlowski the third. TTL man is Thomas Gazlowski the second, or as I like to call him, TG two. Um, if he had just put in Tom Gaz, even TG two. People are like, oh, maybe that's guys. But by putting in his TTL man, which I assume is from when he used to run in a tough crowd gang kind of thing. <laughs> uh, now it's obviously not you. And your dad is better than both of us at this moment. But it is important to remind everybody that my daughter didn't even fill one out. So, um, yes, yeah, so UCLA winning, yeah. by the way. So, like, even though there's 16 oh. teams left, it feels like, ooh, stop myself there. Hmm? I was going to say there's 16 teams left in the Sweet 16, obviously. And it feels like all 16 can win. I don't know if that's true, though. I don't think every team still left in the field can still win the tournament. I feel like that's too cliche. St. Peter's cannot win the tournament. Okay, there you go. They cannot win the tournament. They look good. It's been fun to watch. Enjoying some 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 peacock action. Loving that cock action on a good Saturday night. But uh, you know, not uh, not going to win it all. Not going to do it. That is the worst potential matchup they get for Purdue. Purdue has a kid who is seven foot four. You're telling me St. Peter's is going to find a way to defend a guy who's seven foot four? Why is it every dude who's that big legitimately looks like a monster? <laughs> like he legitimately looks like he walked right off the set of Space Jam, the original, the good one, not the crappy one. Um, he did that. Like every one of them looks exactly like, like every. Oh, oh, that one took Sean Bradley's powers. I know which one that is. That's the one. <laughs> and why is it only Florida State or Purdue? That's it. That's right. the only schools left right. recruiting seven footers. They are the only places that the, the door jams are high enough for them to walk in without bending over. And they're like, the guys show up and they go, that you were thinking of me. I'm in. Let's go. Even though it's going to feel like a class double A school, you know, that's not even a good comparison. I mean, uh, a big brother versus the little brother, an infant versus a teenager when Purdue just lobs it over the top every single possession. And it's going to be a tough watch. Even though St. Peter's is likely to get crushed by Purdue, like by 30. Is St. Peter's one of, if not the greatest Cinderella story ever? They beat Kentucky. They beat Murray State, a 15 seed. The stories that outlets are running, and you and I, you cover the Mac. I've covered the Mac. St. Peter's has nothing when it comes to, how do you say this? Uh, Their entire program. Like from the gym to the uniforms to the coach's office, they are borderline division three when it comes to that stuff. The amenities, we'll call it. Do you see the Google, like everybody doing like the Google Earth and Google Maps and everything, showing like it's just a, it's just a building on a street. It's, like, it's, it's not even a campus. Um, is it one of the great, if not the greatest Cinderella story ever? <sighs> Cinderella herself, great story. That's right. I did enjoy that one. I don't know. I, you know what I think the problem is? Like with UMBC, UMBC social media really took over. So you had that, like you had that 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 thing that we call rally around and and, and watch the Golden Retriever social media. Like St. Peter's, unless you're unless you're rooting for their coach, aka uh, State Farm commercial Chris Paul. Um, I, I just I don't I'm not going to remember any of these guys. Like Chicago Loyola had your favorite sister, sister Jean, that old sister bag. Jean, yes, you. You stop hating old people for five seconds. Like, what's St. Peter's thing? Like, they played really good basketball. Okay, well, that's great. What's the thing that we're going to remember? Because I guarantee you, most people, five years from now, you're going to go, so how great was that St. Peter's run? 
was that like a marathon you did? Was it over by the hospital? Like what was the, this is not going to be there. So, I mean, kudos to them for just playing hoops. But I think as far as being a great Cinderella story, they need something for us to remember. Like bring a real peacock to the games from here on out. <laughs> You're right. Dude, bring Dalton Castle, the, 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 the party peacock himself. <laughs> bring Dalton Castle to the games. You want a moment. You want a story. I, I get oh it because God. like. I just, do you realize how great it would be if Dalton Castle full, full gear <laughs> with the boys sitting on the boys on the side? Oh, uh, if you haven't, if you don't know what I'm talking about with Dalton, look up Dalton Castle and the boys, the party peacock with the St. Peter's peacocks. That would be you win. You now are the greatest Cinderella story of all time. Use your phone, screen capture that, and send it to everybody at St. Peter's. Yeah. Let Dalton Castle right. be invite there. him because he's. He's not currently under contract either because he was a Ring of Honor guy. So uh, this is your chance, St. Peter's. Do the right thing. Bring bring the party peacock with you. When they had Florida Gulf Coast, they were Dunk City. And those games where yep. they beat Georgetown and they beat, I believe, San Diego State was the other one. Alley-oops all day. Reggie yeah. Miller and that broadcast crew were going nuts. And they looked good. You know, the classic right. thing is, like, they're not a 15 seed. Okay, <laughs> moments after tip-off, we all figured that out. Oral Roberts is probably the best comparison because yeah. Oral Roberts last season is a 15. Oral Roberts gets to the Sweet 16, and there are a few possessions away from beating Arkansas. But some people might have struggled before this March Madness to remember Oral Roberts because what we remembered was COVID and how it was all in Indiana. They didn't have what you mentioned, that storyline, that special moment, that shot. Loyola Chicago did. George Mason. George Mason's a little different because they're at 11, and George Mason beat North Carolina, UConn, and Michigan State. Like, that's wild to think about out loud. End of the day, like, what will you find more memorable? Oral or Cox? Like, what's what's the one? I don't understand why you're laughing. Like, what? Like, which which run? You know, which experience are you going to remember more fondly? I would the Cox. I you think I'll remember Cox. more. You do love the Cox because All of right. the Kentucky win and the Mac connection. So, uh, you know what? I would say I love Oral Roberts, but they're the greatest. Very proud ever. I'm very proud of the Cox. Very proud of them. They're the greatest of all time, Levac. A 15 seed. They're the best. Hmm. I don't know. That's tough. That's tough. Again, but with the detriment to them is they just play really good basketball right now. They were not good all year. They were okay at best. They were they were not the, no one picked them to win the Mac tournament. No one. And then all of a sudden here we are. So like soft, flaccid basketball they played, some would say. And then when needed, Cox got rigid. Mm-hmm. And they got out there and they and they played hard press. You know, they were in it. So no zones, just after you. Um, you know, it's impressive. But, like, seriously, nobody's going to remember them because they just play really good basketball. They just play really good. They're not dunkers. They're not this. They're not that. The other thing. They just play tenacious defense and everything. Even if they somehow get past Purdue because they're well-rested and they can do what they're doing, they're that's it then, right? Because even, like, UCLA, North Carolina, whoever, like, you're going to be beat up after that game, and then you're going to go play those guys a day later? They'd get Carolina or UCLA, right? You know what? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, but here's the thing. Like, I would have done that same thing this time last week if you told me St. Peter's. Like, aren't they going to get destroyed by Kentucky? Yes. Are they going to get destroyed by Murray State? Yes. So maybe we just got to embrace the journey rather than the destination. That sounds like something you hear on Facebook or something. Yeah, they're probably not going to go as far, but that's getting to the second weekend's good enough. For St. Peter's, good enough story. Good enough. Story. How can you ever say that though? They're a 15 seed. They stay, but you can't say it until they lose. If they lose, then you go, "Great run, you did what you need to do." You can't like, you can't just accept losing for the Cox right now. 
Like, don't be a sorry cock. You know what I mean? Like, just don't be an apologist for them. The fact that at Hooters, we're going to do our show and get that game first and then Kansas versus Providence next, where I might Ooh. just by the end of that game, start shaving my head. We get both of those on Friday night. Awesome slate of games. Could Thursday, you be? Could, could I have you beat by then? Yes. <laughs> yep, by 930 on Friday. So if you want to come join us for the show, you're going to watch me suffer. Even though I don't have them advancing, would rooting for Cox help my? Oh, no, that game uh, will have no impact. I don't, I don't think you had Purdue. I wow, thought you might have had Very un- unimpactful. <laughs> Did I have Purdue? I don't even know who I had anymore. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I guess I had you Purdue. had Kentucky. I, 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 well, I had, I had Kentucky beating Purdue. Yes, yeah. you're correct. You are correct, sir. Yeah, my, mine doesn't look as good as I thought it did, but it's still, I'm in there. I'm in there at 31, ready uh, to have some fun. Uh, you mentioned, we mentioned Kentucky there. We mentioned Purdue. I feel as if, if we had to like reset this and like go back and re-wager, I feel that. I'd North, have 100% right so far. <laughs> that's true. Uh, wouldn't North Carolina be the best bet? North Carolina smacked their 8-9 game opponent, Marquette. They were up by 25-plus against Baylor, the number one seed, before their player gets thrown out of the game for no reason at all. And they were at an 80-to-1 shot to win the national championship. 80-to-1. And they look like the North Carolina team's pass. That's been the most impressive team to me for the first weekend, the North mm-hmm. Carolina Tar Heels, even though they're an 8-9 opponent and they get UCLA. That's been the team that if I could go back and wager on, I would have wagered on them just because of how high the number was. Most impressive through now? Uh man, that's tough. Um, Does St. Peter's count in this discussion? I mean, they they would have to be the, the biggest surprise. Arizona comes from behind and wins. Gonzag <laughs> is still top team out there, but they got tested in the sixteen game. Yeah, you know it's funny because like the way the way Baylor was in the first the first round where they just smacked. Yeah, I guess I guess you do have to put UNC up there. I, that would probably be. How about your Michigan Wolverines? Maybe we're not I, giving them enough credit. You know, I do. I do think they deserve more than they're getting from a lot of people. But what what scares me is they, <laughs> the Michigan that this Michigan team has the ability to. They're, they're schizophrenic. If we're being perfectly honest, like the the way they will handle their business from time to time is just is just frightening. Like it, you would think it would be like, oh, hey, if we feed the ball to Dickinson down low or even up top, as long as the ball is in his hands once a possession we're going to score a bunch of points but then it's like they'll go four or five possessions where they just run down the court and like eh, like as hard as they can at the backboard um they're <laughs> that's Jawan howard see that ah, yeah eh. <laughs> Gosh, what are we doing here on tape what, what is this <laughs> right what do you call this play well i call it the ah. oh okay good well well done uh, don't forget you can see the face that goes with that sound if you watch us live on the Techies Fire and Water Restoration <laughs> Facebook page. It's the Techies Tuesday. We're also on Godzilla Media's YouTube, as well as apparently Gaz's Twitter, because Gaz is a fame ho. Um I yeah, I, I don't know. Like Michigan's really been impressed with me. It's been a lot of fun to watch, but I don't I they're not getting they're not gonna they're they're done at this point, right? I mean they're not they're not gonna continue on. So Villanova's gonna the, the matchup predictor at ESPN.com is giving uh, Michigan a 23.5% chance to upset Villanova. Here's what I'd do here for these games, because we're not going to be able to pick these because we're out live. And they're only getting five points? Hmm. I would take hmm. in these matchups, I would take Villanova with the points. Remember that national championship a few hmm. years ago was one of the biggest lines You're laying ever. points. You're laying points. Yeah, yeah. I, I would still take Nova with the points. Uh, I would take them. You're a nerd. I would take Gonzaga. Would not touch the spread in that game. Arkansas mm-hmm. plays good defense. Eric Musselman's good coach. Texas Gonzaga. Tech just 
yeah, the crap out of Duke. And I would take Texas Tech, and I would take Arizona. Uh, more likely Houston's take Texas good. Tech. Houston's, Houston's very good. You're very good. Houston with the points. What is it? What is the spread on that? Even? Yeah, no. Because Houston, Houston's playing some some inspired hoops. As a matter of fact, they are predicted to win this game by the matchup predictor. Whoa. They are getting a point and a half. So they're that's it's weird. The matchup predictor says a fifty nine point two percent chance Houston wins, yet the pick center score is seventy two seventy one Arizona. So very, I don't know. Do what you want with that. Ooh, I want to do something with that. That's what I want to okay. do because right. Houston is that number in Texas Tech. Why don't you right react now, like this to Oral Roberts? <laughs> I don't understand. A one and a half point favorite Texas Tech, although seated. Higher than Duke, if talking number wise, they're a three seed. That feels like the Houston line is more surprising to me than the Texas Tech line. And some people would hear that and be like, what do you mean? Like, that's Duke, Coach K, five mm-hmm. NBA players. Mm-hmm. That Weird. should be a favorite in that game. The fact that Houston is that close to Arizona, I would, you know what? I would take Houston to win that game because of that line you just said. I would take Texas Tech and Houston, and you get to watch your boy as you've been fading Duke all the time, continue to yes. fade him. Armin Williams, guns up. Is Red Raiders? Um, I man, Michigan State just let me down in the last few minutes. They just weren't as athletic as the Dukies. Yeah, I would bet Michigan with the points. Gonzaga, uh, Texas Tech, Houston. That's that. That would be that's where I would go for Thursday. That's what I would do. Ooh, I want to do fourteen money line. Yeah, Gonzaga, Villanova, Houston, Texas Tech. Well, you're wrong. You're wrong because you didn't say Michigan. So you're stupid. You're a poopy face, and that's all there is to it. Uh, speaking of poopy faces, I'm sure you want to talk about one of your friends. We'll do John Stone Supply. And ah, I know Poopy Face right there. That's my boy, Tom. There is no winner on that. He song. loves. Yeah, I say nice <laughs> things about, about we him. Were, we muted yeah, it. That's right. That's what this, I got to get a new Spring is here, LeVac. Has it sprung? Here. It has sprung. And that means new furnaces, new boilers, John Goodman furnace, mm. 2% off. Johnson Supply in Troy. Give him a call today. Jeff, I thought you're right. I just thought about John Goodman. I'm like, is he going to come to their house? No, he won't. That'd be great. I mean, he was the head of heating and cooling in community. So I thought about it. Really? Yeah. I'm like, what if John Goodman like just called Tom one day? That's how quickly it might be. Like he handles his own copyright in front of it. It's John Goodman on the phone here for you. And if I'm not going to put up with Roseanne's crap, I'll put up with yours. <laughs> So just um, my images are now popping ahead. Like someone's going to walk into Sixth Avenue in Troy, Johnstone Supply in Troy. Just look around for John Goodman. Oh, man, I heard Levac and Goss talking about some John Goodman product. Where is this? Don't do that. Just <laughs> walk up to the front. Ask for Tom, Kev, James. Maybe you'll see Jordan say, I'm looking for what Levac and Goss have told me about. And grab yourself some Milwaukee tools guaranteed to be the best tools here in upstate New York. If you're working on those spring projects and more, maybe you've got some things in the winter you've got to clean up on. That's okay. Johnstone Supply and Troy can help you with all those things and more. For those HVAC needs, check them out on Facebook as well. Johnstone Supply and Troy helping you in the capital region across upstate New York now that spring is here. So when you buy the Milwaukee tools, then you hit the Bev, you get the Milwaukee's best, and you work in the garage all weekend. And by work in the garage, I mean you plug a TV and watch watch hoops, and that's it. You're all set. But there's tools out there, so you're working. Yeah, the thing. there that's you go. Whole, it's a whole thing. They'll teach you. They'll teach you all about it, all about it over there at the Johnstone Supply. That's what they're, that's what they're going to do for you. NFL getting a little uh, a little crazy, a little craziness going on in the NFL. Um, lots of moves being made. I uh, I got to tell you, wouldn't want to be Baker Mayfield right now. <laughs>
Wouldn't want to be Baker Mayfield right now. Now, I'll go with this one first because the NFC South, the Buccaneers are going to be facing no longer Matt Ryan as Matt Ryan has been dealt from the Atlanta Falcons to the Indianapolis Colts. Tom Brady is the longest tenured quarterback in the NFC South right now. That's right. The Falcons quickly made a move to bring in Marcus Mariota. I like that. I like that move for them. You know, put him back with Arthur Smith. You know, they were together at Tennessee. Uh, I I think Mariota's ready to go. Every time he took the ball in Vegas, he looked like he wanted to hit people, which maybe you don't always want that for your quarterback, but I, I, I like Mariota. The only thing that sucks about that is I don't have him as a backup in Vegas anymore. Probably the best so, skill-wise backup that was out there in the NFL. And then Jameis Winston also going back to the Saints with a two-year contract for Jameis. Panthers in the NFC South have yet to make a move that people wonder if it's the draft or Baker. I, let's start with Matt Ryan first before we get to Baker, yeah, though. Yes. Uh, 14 years in one city. First round draft pick. He just signed mm. a monster contract just a few years ago post Super Bowl. This feels more like the Falcons looked at where the franchise was and how much they were paying Matt Ryan and said, this doesn't work anymore. Like yeah. this was a bad contract, a bad deal across the board. We got to make a move. And this offseason has just worked in our favor that we can make it happen now. Oh, 100%. And, and the, <laughs> the Colts seem just enamored with bringing in quarterbacks that are either past their prime uh, maybe haven't fully recovered from an injury or something like that. They're just like Philip Rivers. Oh, let's give it a run. He'll be fine. He he peters out in the end and they get they get beat. Uh Carson Wentz. Oh, this would be great. Carson Wentz is gonna uh, Carson Wentz obviously the Carson Wentz that you that you uh you coached up in Philadelphia there, right? All right, well, you know what? Let's do something completely different. Matt Ryan. Wait, that's the exact same thing we've been doing. The exact same. But good for Matt Ryan. He'll have a chance to win a team that wants him. They'll run the ball a lot. He, how many times can you hand the ball to Jonathan Taylor? That's that's the important part. So so good good for Matt Ryan. This is probably his best opportunity with Dome, you know, for home games. All all good things for Mr. Ryan. Matt Ryan was not good last year, but no. but to your point, now he's better because he gets to hand the ball off. Right, right. like he, he shouldn't have right. been in the role he was in Atlanta last year to win games thirteen years into the league. Well, trying to trying to learn a new offense too. I mean, like yes, he's gonna have to learn a new offense, but what sixty to seventy percent of it is hand the ball off. So he'll be he'll be okay. It's it's his best chance to be successful right now. When you laid out that Colts strategy and how they handled quarterbacks, yeah. I started wondering like, is it bad? Because they're winning. Like there's it, despite the idea of them bringing in an old Philip Rivers, a maybe overrated is the best term I'll use here for Carson Wentz. Now with Matt Ryan, if they win that final game against Jacksonville, people are going to talk about Indy being dangerous. If Philip Rivers maybe had a little bit more success in the postseason, I feel like it's a blanket statement for his career, but they could have maybe went deeper. Now with this, AFC South is loaded. Are they better? Like, I, I probably would take Matt Ryan over Carson Wentz. So if the question is, are the Colts yeah. a better oh, team I would. now? I would. The answer is yes. And but I just, I'm not works. a big Carson Wentz guy. No. But, like, you didn't really pay anything for Ryan either. You know what I mean? Like you, what the, the, the small amount that you got for Wentz more than paid for Ryan and you got rid of Wentz. So you're golden there. The, the quarterback carousel is almost done spinning, right? What are we looking at? Seattle? Cause are you going to go, you're going to go to war with Drew Locke. That's your choice. That's what you're going to do. I would put Tennessee back out there because I think even, I think even Tennessee starting to look at Ryan Tannehill and go, he's okay, but can we upgrade? Cause you know, if Derrick Henry's hurt, we're in, we're in a rough spot without with without a better quarterback. So if you're Baker Mayfield, you're you're praying for Seattle. 
Is you're praying for you're praying for Tennessee. What are you praying for? Is Carolina or Pittsburgh in your mix? Pittsburgh, I don't think so because they got Mitchell Trubisky, Dwayne Haskins, um, and uh, Mason Rudolph. And so potentially the draft too, if they want to pick it. Right, Pittsburgh right. Going there, yeah. Which or or do you just you know suffer through because next year you're supposed to be a far better quarterback year. Um, so I think Pittsburgh's out. I think uh, I don't know. Carolina seems Carolina. Car- I mean, is he better than Sam Darnold? It's pretty close, right? I would take a healthy Baker Mayfield over a healthy Sam Darnold because at their peak, Mayfield has been better at his best than Darnold's been at his best. But what would you give up? What would you give up for him? You know what I'm saying? That is so hard because of, let's give Joe Douglas credit. Joe Douglas's trade to get rid of Sam Darnold looks like a genius move oh, in comparison God, yeah. to what's been given up for quarterbacks this past offseason. He timed that up really well. Uh, and Carolina's not in a neat Here's the thing with Carolina, right? They don't have to go get Baker. Like you just said, if you're asking who's better, that's not a good enough reason to make a move. If you're looking at the draft and you just want to get an affordable contract, that might be the way Carolina goes. Does Matt Rule say, look, I'll get my own guy finally in here. There's a lot that can happen. So Carolina doesn't make sense. Seattle's rebuilding. So Seattle might be fine with just having a bad quarterback. And (laughs) I guess we do have to toss this idea here. Will Cleveland actually do it? Like, will Cleveland actually trade Mayfield? Or would they be like, let's wait for the season to start. Quarterback gets hurt, then we'll deal. Better. I think that's your that's your real course of action. You're hoping for that Sam Bradford deal. The, like, you know, you're hoping for that deal where it's like, oh, you're you're desperate. Pay for him. Here, here he is. But he's such, he's, he's so malcontent right now, which he's right to be at this point. He's not great, but he played hurt. He gave you everything he had and then some. And he has not been treated respectfully, we'll say. But he's, at this point, losing him might be a positive. Getting rid of him for anything might be a positive. But, yeah, I think the best course of action would be to figure out how to how to keep him out, make sure he's showing that he's rehabbing that shoulder and all those good things. And then, you know, somebody trips over their own feet and all of a sudden, you know, there's high demand. for Drew Locke, you know, has a very minor injury, but it's, enough to make seattle go fine bring in baker because you can't keep him as a backup can you imagine him as the backup no but history states he, he'll be good next because every time he's had to walk on somewhere and leave he's always played very well afterwards yeah he's got his contract that's just in a weird spot because of that fifth year option he doesn't want to be there he requested a trade so what he could easily do is this i'm not coming you guys can have me be the backup. That's fine. I won't be there because we've seen guys like Sean Watson and others just flat out be like, I'm not coming. I'm not going to be a part of that. That's not going to be my thing. So if I had to guess what Cleveland would do, they're likely to wait till draft day. And it's between. I'm sticking with Carolina or he's going to sit because the options have run out like you've laid out. All right. Wait a minute. What about this one? Corey from Greenwich. Hi, guys. He misses us. Allegedly uh, Giants. He's better than Jones. What do you put an LOL in? Do you mean it? <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, is he really? I I thought the Giants whiffed when they didn't get when they didn't get Mitchell Trubisky. That was the Giants screwed up. Because I could see Mitchell Trubisky physically skill set, all the things he can do what Daniel Jones does. You run the exact same offense with both those guys, and whichever one runs it better, that's your starting quarterback, and the other one's out in a year. But when Pittsburgh was able to get, I think I could see Trubisky being the quarterback in Pittsburgh for the next three, four, five years. I can really see it. Once he has consistency, and there's nobody in the NFL more consistent than Mike Tomlin, he he could actually be a good quarterback. Maybe not great, maybe not an air quote franchise guy, but if you get three three to five years out of his ass, let's go. 
They'd be not, thrilled. I'm not as confident in Mitchell Trubisky as you are, but it seems as if whoever that is going to be, whether it be Pickett, a rookie, Trubisky, Pittsburgh has shown both coaching-wise and quarterback-wise, they may be arguably, maybe in NFL history, we can even go professional sports history, the best at keeping consistency at both a head coach and a primary popular position. So Pittsburgh has been able to back it up for decades doing that. I think our guy Matt Bob asked the question about Baker. Do you guys just see Baker flat out getting waived? And how much of that affect Cleveland? That is the report locally there in Cleveland. That that's why too many Browns fans aren't getting too worked up about it. Is that they just think he's going to get waived anyways, and the Browns won't get anything out of it. That statement out loud is very Cleveland like. Like, oh, we finally got a quarterback, and we're not going to get anything out of it. Oh, the best season you guys have had since '99. You know, the guy who changed the course of the franchise, whatever. But when it comes to salary cap and dead cap and money, <laughs> I've decided to do this move. I'm not even going to get into that anymore because we've seen it again for what the fifth, sixth consecutive NFL offseason. I'm not sure if the salary caps are a real thing. It, it it's as real as your desire to add that player. You know, because these guys again, the math that these guys can do is is something that you and I will never. I'm sorry, we'll never be able to do this kind of math. Like, all right, well, let's just look at look at the Deshaun Watson deal. So, fully guaranteed two hundred two hundred thirty million dollar five year deal. Year one, his base salary is $1 million. Why? Because if he gets suspended for four to six games, he'd lose those game checks. So now he's only going to lose a couple hundred thousand dollars where if they did it the way you and I would be like, all right, 230 divided by five, there's your contract, have a nice day. Oh, I'm sorry, let's skim 40 off the top for a signing bonus, and then and that's what he would lose millions and millions of dollars. So they like these guys, as much as you whatever you want that player, you find a way to financially do it. You will. You cut somebody, you'll do whatever you have to do. That's 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 the that's the NFL. That's how they do it. It, it is it is uh, impressive, shall I say, in a scary and frightening way. Uh, Levant guys, it is a, a Techies Tuesday live here at the MVP Arena inside the Albany Empire offices. Thirty-two days till kickoff Thursday. You and I make a guest appearance on Inside the Walls, the podcast. Um, I, I had a blast talking to the guys. Um, I wish they knew you were there. Uh, we, you know, that's, <laughs> that, was, that was fine. That was my favorite part of the whole thing. Like you'll see it. So they, so we talked to them. It's going to, it'll air Thursday. And there's a point where they're talking to me about, and obviously they cover the NAL. So they had a lot of questions for me and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, you guys know Gaz is here, right? You can ask Gaz questions too. Like it's, it does for once in my life, I'm okay with it. Not being all about me. <laughs> if you guys would like to talk to any uh, guys at all, Stop asking me everything about this team. That'd be great. From fellow podcast host to podcast host, I had the scouting report on them before we went in. I told you, right. hey, uh, this is going to be 90% you. They'll toss some softballs to me at some point. Don't you worry. And sure enough, that's what happened. But they did an awesome job. One of I texted you immediately after the interview. It's one of our favorite, maybe hits together we've ever done. Television, radio, podcast. That was one of my favorite hits we've ever done together. It, it would have been better if you weren't there. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I enjoyed it. It was a good time. Um, uh, before you know what I don't think we'll call it a marriage between us and inside the walls. I'd call it maybe a a ring, maybe potentially, maybe some type of ooh, unity. Yeah, I don't know what not, I'd do. I'm not buying your ring. Lily and David find jewelers located <laughs> at their new spot. The shops of Wilton may have a ring for you, whatever it might be for that occasion. Maybe you're ready to make that move from girlfriend to fiance. The engagement rings are there. I know from experience that's where I bought my engagement ring. Family owned and operated business. Alyssa, David, the entire crew there, the wide selection of the Shops of Wilt. I got to check out the new store. Guys, they have it for you. Trust me. Right there at the Shops of Wilt off of Route 50. Wherever you're listening in upstate New York, it is worth the drive to get there and work with people that are going to help you with one of the biggest decisions of your life. 
the ring. Now, the whole proposal and how you're going to do it, ask David like I did. Take the advice. Don't screw it up. Lily and David Fine Jewelers can also help you for holidays, anniversaries, and more. That perfect gift for her that fits her style, her fashion, everything you need. They're going to help you find it. Lily and David Fine Jewelers, Route 50, Shops of Wilton, their new spot. Check them out this weekend. For more information, check out our description below on both our YouTube and audio sides. Say hello. You heard it from LeVac. Stop it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't so. say say a little my little friend. We walked Lily and David wave awkwardly at him. There's just, get out. Get out. Another podcaster, huh? Get him out of here. I um I'm sorry, I got distracted because halfway through I realized something that I talked to um my good friend uh, Dave McClett, who's who's the head honcho over Elevation 10K, who the legend, Dave the McClett. legend, yes, diggity Dave, some would call him. Um would they? they go, it goes, you'd have to know him a long time. Okay. Um <laughs> We had talked about getting the championship T-shirts up on the team store at AlbanyEmpireNAL.com. And apparently he has done that because I had no idea they were there, but I just saw that they're, they're moving off the shelves. Breaking news. Performance tees, uh, short sleeve blend tees, uh, all the cool stuff, all different price ranges, depending on how you want the T-shirt to fit. They got it for you. And did, it, did a nice job. But I was, again, I was just shocked. I was, I was not expecting. <laughs> I was like, Huh? Okay. All right. Good to go. Um, so they're there. If you want the championship t-shirt, you haven't been able to get one. Albany Empire and go to the store. They're there for you. Um, that's just I'm sorry, every once in a while I still get caught off guard. It's you know, it's 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 weird. Elevation 10k, awesome people, support them, check them out on social media. Love those guys. How about uh how much do you love the Yankees right now, huh? I mean, they're good, right? Ugh. Are the Yankees the third best team in the AL East right now, or fourth? I'm glad you on said paper. I'm glad you said fourth because I'm starting to wonder if it's fourth. Because Toronto might be the best right now, because they can hit the ball out of every park. They get the ball out of Yellowstone Park right now. Like they're they're a beast. Um, the Rays are always good. They're always good. Boston adds Trevor Story. I don't know how that's going to go. But I I still I would say the Yankees are still better than Boston. Let's let's backpedal to that story thing. Baltimore's the worst. I didn't have to go there, but yes. well, all right. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, we figured out the math, didn't we? There's five in there. In in there. Next, we haven't mentioned one. In yet. the next six to twenty-five years, Baltimore will be good, right? Yes, I can't argue that point. Six to twenty-five years. That's all I need to hear is that they're yeah. going to be good at some point. I mean, I, you know. Broken clock is right twice a day. One of these decades, they're going to have to get it right, right? When I saw this, yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> All positive vibes about the Orioles. Shout out to Kevin Brown, the new TV voice of the Baltimore Orioles, our buddy there. Uh, here's the thing with the Yankees. I saw that story news come across, and again, this has been the theme of March on social media for me. I thought it was a fake account. Three right. consecutive Techies Tuesdays. Have I seen a big story break that we talked about and thought fake, fake, not true, fake, <laughs> This one is another one because I never heard Boston in the mix. Maybe the, maybe diehard Red Sox fan heard about Trevor Story in the mix go to Boston. I thought Boston was going to step back and be like, hey, you know what? 2021, everyone thought we weren't going to be good. We weren't as active as many people thought we'd be, but it turned out well for us. Let's take that same approach this year. The Yankees make a move to adjust their infield. The rumor is that it's going to be Carlos Correa. Correa ends up going to Detroit. All right, if it's not Correa, it's a done deal for Trevor Story. They probably already had the deal done for Story. And to see that he's going to Boston, uh, comparison to any free agent this offseason, any of them, that is the one where I saw a Yankee fan ready to revolt on social media. I saw the fire Brian Cashman's come out, the Yankees stink, blah, blah. 
And Trevor Story's a fine player, yeah. but I think it was more about everybody's beat us. This, there you go. Yeah. Everybody's been active this offseason except the Yankees, which is not Yankee-like. And it's, as you just pointed out, AL East in particular, very active. Yeah, it was, it was weird because so the way I felt about being a Raiders fan, like everybody in the AFC West is getting better, but the Raiders aren't doing jack squat. And then all of a sudden the Raiders go on a flurry and get marketably better. They're probably, I would say they're in contention to be the second best AFC West team. Maybe, maybe at least compete for the AFC West. Maybe, yeah. you know, um, then it's like the Yankees. Okay, well, the same thing's happened with the Yankees. Everybody's making moves. The Mets are making moves. Steve, Steve Cohen's out there, you know, getting a, a tax made at, named after him because he's going to spend so much damn money. And the Yankees are sitting on their hands, just sitting on their hands. I, I think they have enough talent if everything works right to still be a team that could win the AL East, possibly move on and take on a World Series or whatever. Or if you look at the odds for the AL East, they're they have lesser odds. Like they're they're predicted coming like fourth, third or fourth in the AL East, but they have better odds to win the World Series than I think everybody except for Toronto, because everybody just assumes that at some point Cashman will make a move if they're getting slacked. So it might not be enough time to overtake the lead that they give up in the AL East, but if they get that wild card and they come after somebody, they're going to be trouble. The tough part to figure out why the Yankee mindset has changed. I'm talking more so like the last seven years. Like we, we go back to the days of George. That's a whole different mindset, but I guess we call it post-World Series when it became more about figuring out that luxury tax, as you've mentioned, the Cohen oh, tax that's Cohen been tax. evolving now into. Imagine that Steinbrenner spinning in his grave. There was never a Steinbrenner tax. Yeah. I mean, we knew it was about me, but it wasn't named after me. <laughs> there were some guys I thought that Cashman was always going to be loyal to, and I thought Pride again was going to take over. Like, he thought maybe Luke Voigt was better than he was, or Gary Sanchez, and he was stubborn to move him. But these guys are gone now. So now it's like a whole new group of Yankees, but just not the best. The Luke Voigt thing is, is, <laughs> is I have mixed emotions on the whole Luke Voigt situation because I really, I really, I love me, I love me some Luke. I love him. But at the same time, and Gio Urshela, some of like the, some of your favorite players in the Yankee, what do you need? You need something? You good? You're looking around all good. good. You need water or something? <laughs> water. All right, you go get water. I'll do the show. He's dying. He's dying. We lost him. All right, we're going to need a new guys. Um, like, fortunately, TG2 is somewhere in the area, I think. Um, no, like, you love these guys. These are the guys that you, are your favorites, the the Luke Voigt, the Gio Urshela's, and whatever. But you can do better. You can do better. And, and Rizzo coming back is big. Donaldson is going to be, I think, such an upgrade at third. And what I see with Sanchez and all these guys leaving is almost like Cashman looking and finally looking in the mirror and going, I'm not always right. I'm not always right. I got to let some of these guys go. To get better, and I, I think they will. I think they'll be fine. I think you'll you'll see they because the best Yankees team play like a team, and I, this is a team that that could very well play like a team. If they if they don't add a free agent, but they get the Aaron Judge deal done, is that enough? Uh, that answer is no from you. I can see that you know <laughs> it's a no. Yeah, I want it to be a yes. I like Aaron Judge. I think he's an exciting player, even though I'm an Oriole fan. Like I like. He's fun. He's easy to root for. You want to have him have a season where he's actually healthy, doesn't strike out a bunch, and gets back in that conversation for the MVP. But no, like this lineup is good. It's a little bit more veteran. But I guess I get more excited about this 2022 Blue Jay team, Ray team, Red Sox team, the Yankee team. That doesn't mean the Yankees are going to be out of it, but it's more likely, like our guy Buster only picked the Blue Jays to come out of the AL this year. He's right. not picking the Yankees. Right. Well, he, but Buster hates the Yankees. 
Buster hates the Yankees. I'll call him right now and call him on it. I don't care. Um, I thought he covered the Yankees. Why is he, he did. now? Because he because he's he's a cantankerous little farm boy. What do you want from me? I don't know. Uh, Matt Matt Bob avoiding taxes doesn't win championships. Spend that money, Uncle Steve. Eighty six was a long time ago. I like that. Mets fan deserves that. They deserve that. They deserve to be like excited and happy and to see Scherzer go out. 75 pitches in five innings in his first outing in spring training. A little much for me, but he said it was a big deal. That's all there is. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm excited for Mets fan. Uh, I love this. This is uh, Inside the Wall. This has to be James from Inside the Wall. Jimmy. Jimmy Jam. Trevor Story of the Red Sox. What? All right. I will make a wager that Josh Donaldson has a better year than Trevor Story. Whoa. I will make a, I Josh Donaldson will have a better year than, than Story will. You're talking statistically. Uh, yeah, let's okay. go stats. That's okay. probably the easiest way to do okay. it, right? All right. We, we or or what? Do we have to go? Do we have to war? War? war do we go war? <laughs> no, don't don't get war? in that. They don't want the nerds to be Jeez. war pickable. Listen, let me tell you the that worse. Um, I can't do it. I can't impersonate that guy. I wish I could. Don't. No, we don't. I wish war I could. Pig, you get sprayed if I, I could know. do it right. We need, to, we need to figure that out, by the way. It's <laughs> the one downside of the camera. It's hard to get guys like Warpig is shy. So you just want to come. If you don't remember the radio show, Warpig was, he would come in and just explain why war was the greatest stat ever known to man. He also had a theme song that I can't legally play without paying for the rights to it. Yeah. Yeah, that would change it. <laughs> that, would, that would change it. Um, but maybe he'll come on maybe at one point. Yeah. We get a nice donor to give us the <laughs> that music. Matt Bopper remembers Warpig. <laughs> <laughs> Many people there you go. This. Inside the walls. Yankees still can't get over 3-0 and 0-4. I, this is my favorite thing. Where did this thing. come from? But this is, my favorite, this is my favorite thing. Like, as a Yankee fan, the one thing, anytime you bring up the 27 titles, oh, get out of the past. Why are you living the history? Let's talk about now. Now Sox fan is like, yeah, you you haven't. We won and in the 04. Like, dude, all of a sudden, every Red Sox fan has become a history professor. Like, dude, I, which is hysterical because most of them can't read. So it's it's great. Like, whatever. Enjoy, enjoy 04. That's fine. I'm good with it. I'm all right. I live through it. I'm fine. I ain't worried about it. I ain't going to worry about this year. No, she didn't want no part of my wager. Story. Story is failure. That's the story for Boston. I know. I don't want to do this story. I don't want to do this. You know what? You want to know? You want to know? You know? Can't do it. Yeah, I, I can do it. I can do it. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I want to say something terrible about don't. somebody. No, 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 no. Let's mean. do something. Let's do something. do this story. Instead. By the way, make sure you check out uh, Inside the Walls. They have released their podcast on Thursday. Right. And uh, we're on it. We stopped in and hung out with the guys. They were great hosts. We appreciate them very much, uh, especially Zach. Jim, not so much. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's a big Jacksonville Sharks fan. Yes. That's, that's fine. What, I'm sorry. I said it wrong. Sharks. Jacksonville Sharks. That's G? right. Sorry. Yes. What are you more concerned about for the Yankees? This is going to sound like a joke. I'm serious. The boogie, under the bed. The, actual, the actual competition on the field or this COVID-19 stuff that's going on involving the restrictions there in New York. Um. Well, they, remember, City, they, remember they're listening outside of New York. Remember, they're tied together. They're tied together because really, it's such New York City's ruling is so freaking stupid. And this is not about COVID, right? Because if it was about COVID, you would make it a, a sweeping rule. This is about votes, and this is about looking tough on the on the celebrities for the working man and working woman, because you you Kyrie Irving cannot not play with the nets in brooklyn he can practice with them visiting players who aren't vaccinated can play 
on that floor. But Kyrie can't because he, he's a New York resident for this for the, this thing. So because I come from Minnesota, I'm not going to be able to spread COVID? So it, it's it's absurd. It's ridiculous. I assume that between now and the baseball season that they'll back down a little bit because, again, outdoor versus indoor, this, that, and the other thing, whatever. But what a stupid ruling. Like, um... I'm sorry, sir. You can't come to work today. Oh no, 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 no! I'm from, I'm from, uh, I'm from Minnesota. Oh, okay, come on in, come on in. Uh, I'm from New York. Oh, oh, beat it, buddy. Uh, you can practice though. It's so, it's just ridiculous. So many people feel so differently about whether it be any side of the COVID discussion. I don't care what side you're on. I want someone rationally to love to explain this to me. Like I, you just did a good job of saying how much it doesn't make sense. I'm with you on it because, like. I cannot rationally, like somebody cannot sit down and tell me this makes any sense. And hell, we can go back further of standing up, you can't get COVID, but sitting down, you can't. I don't have to even dive in all that other nonsense. I'm sorry, that went on I'm sorry the guys. I have, to, I, have to, I have to leave the show. Yeah. Because I'm from Albany County. You're out in uh, Schenectady County. So when you you can come here and do the show, but I, I can't come. I'm here. Right, man. So like, I'm sorry. I got to go. Just, just no real thought of besides the political movement and politicking of voters has been playing into this why i didn't even want to touch this story is because i feel like it's just going to change or the science will change however we want to phrase this politically for a press release that the yankee players that could or could not be on the field for this start of the season in april will be on there at some point now how confident do i feel in that knowing what's happened over the last two years involving policies and changes and politics and everything else uh not very but it seems as if now over the last We'll say 90 days. It's more likely that this will change because we've seen other COVID protocols change. And I don't think it's going to impact the Yankees on a 162 season scale. Now, if the season had been shortened and we are 120 yeah. or 100, this is a bigger storyline than it is at 162. Well, and again, it's it's now it's you're. I've never been the kind of person who felt like I should be able to tell you to get vaccinated. I'm sorry. And, and I know a lot of people out there think I did. I'm boosted all the crap. I did all the things. Pin cushioned me. I was just like, whatever. I'm I'm fine. My, I trust my doctor very much. My doctor said it's a good idea. Okay. He, he didn't say it, but what he meant was you're really fat and that's a comorbidity. You could die. I was like, all right, fine. You know, whatever. But like, if you don't believe in that, then I, as long as I'm vaccinated, I feel like I've got my best shot of, of, of fighting through this thing. I'm all right. That's up to me. It's up to you. That's what this is. This is me telling you you have to get vaccinated, even though I can't tell you have to get vaccinated. That's what it is. They're hoping that all the pressure is going to be on these guys. Was Carson Wentz only moved out of the Colts because shoddy play? Dude, you went and got a 40-something-year-old dude who hasn't played great in years. Part of it is because he wouldn't get vaccinated. You know, Kirk Cousins, if there was an option in Minnesota, he'd be gone. They're, They're forcing vaccinations on guys. That's what they're doing. Now thinking about the course of sports over the last, we'll just use 50, 50 years when there might've been more politics discussed by sports. I feel like this is a time where athletes in particular can be more despised by a fan base now than ever, because you could be a Yankee fan of and like a certain player, but now whatever your feelings are on COVID, you may loathe or love that player because of how they're handling COVID-19 because some of that information, because it is your own personal health, should not be public, right? Right. Like, you've got HIPAA, HIPAA stuff, right. and I don't want to get too deep into that. I'm sure people know that far better than I do. But it's not a hard one to figure out when it's like, hey, who's taking the field for the Yankees today and not the next 
oh, they're not they're not vaccinated. Right, like it's not right. Sherlock Holmes isn't showing up, right? Like so all of a sudden now players can turn on that. And I guess if you're running and I stopped myself there, I was gonna say, if you're running a business, that's not best for your business. This isn't a business call. This is a no. mandate by well, the city, right? And, and look, as as again, yeah, businesses, you you can you can make certain you can do certain things. You can you, some things you can't, you can get fought in court, whatever. But this is like if they said no one was allowed to play in New York who wasn't vaccinated regardless of where you're from okay the reason they're not doing that they don't want to fight these other states they don't want to do they don't want that they don't they don't want that smoke as as the kids say this is this is a attempt to force mandate in new york state again i i i care very little whether or not other people get vaccinated it's a it, it's a it's up to you i'm not going to tell you what to put in your body i'm not this is not not who i am not going to tell the joke that just came to my mind either uh we'll let you know that you are now just as mad at james as i am jimmy over at Inside the Walls. AL East is the AFC West in baseball. Well, without Baltimore. <laughs> How could you? After all we've been through. How could you? Um, you know, you know what will cheer you up? Cindy Martin. Yeah. Realtor in the house. Our good friend, Cindy Martin, who um, she works for the Howard Hanna Realty. She's on the Jen Karam team. She works with the best group of local attorneys, inspectors, She's there to make sure that you get the best, best value out of your home or the best deal on your new home. And I, I love I love when I talk to her about stuff because it's it's never I was talking about something completely different on the phone. And like you oh, give me a second. One of my people needs me like it's like and it's not like I'm like, oh, the office. No, no. It's somebody who would who she represented in buying a house. You know, what I mean, there you once you work with Cindy, you're one of her people. And it's amazing. And I love it. She's one of the kindest, nicest, just all around. good. Actually. She's so nice, I don't like it. You know what I mean? <laughs> she's so nice that she's so sweet to get cavity once in a while. I got to get it taken care of. She's, she's just too nice. She's just too nice of a person. It's it's a thing. Uh, no, I, I love Sydney. And if if you need to work with someone with, to get, you know, sell the house, buy a new home, whatever it is, whether it's here or it's anywhere else, she works locally and globally, she's the one to talk to. Cynthia Martin at howardhanna.com 518-932-5558 518-932-5558 that's her personal cell phone it's, it's a big investment it's a scary thing you got to make sure that you got the right person looking out for you and that's our good friend cindy martin at howard hanna realty guys my friend my my amigo did you happen to check out ufc 272 and a half did you see it are you talking two Fs? A half is that Covington Masvidal's rematch yes. in the stream? Is yes. what we're calling it? Okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. This is this is why I love Masvidal. I, I I know, like I'm supposed to be like, no, violence is wrong, and save it for the cage. I know I'm supposed to say all those things. I get it. Don't 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 let your mouth get reckless. <laughs> you know, there's like Masvidal you got it. You got in a fist fight. With Kamara Usman at Radio Row, we were in Miami. Nobody knows him allegedly better in in the fight game right now than Colby Covington. They were like good friends. You, when you talked about his kids and other things, you had to know dude was going to come for you, and he did. Uh, last night, like uh, just before midnight, just after eleven, Colby Covington was out at a Poppy Steak restaurant, and um, Masvidal <laughs> arrove. And hit him twice, once in the mouth, once in the eye, allegedly. Uh, broke a tooth, uh, covering the tooth. And uh, he's now being charged with felony assault. But I think that's a, that's a win for Masvidal, right? 
No. It's a win for Mazda. I'm telling you right now it is. I'm telling you right now it is. So in comparison to when we did that story about Usman and Masvidal, and we were within feet of that happening, we interviewed Dana White after, who yeah. said he hated it. Right. Hated that that's not the yeah. promotion he wants. That's not what we're running. I thought he was full of it up until I actually saw him tell us to our face. I'm like, all right, right. he's not lying. You can right. smell it on him. You can feel it on him. This is different because some would say, hey, he talked about my kids. So this is beyond sports. Mm-hmm. This is beyond the UFC. This is a personal thing that we need to get settled right now. I haven't found the quote. TMC might have found it. This might have right. been behind the scenes. I've been struggling today to find it. Maybe someone found it faster Never. than I did. You do You do have it? What do you want? I, uh, I, the I, kid I, quote that he's referencing in this fight. Oh, oh, yeah. Masvidal and Covington. Yeah, I don't know that one. So, yeah, so I, I, maybe it's something behind the scenes that they talked about or anything like that. This is a bad look for the UFC. It's, it's bad. It might not be great for the UFC, but I think it's exactly the look Masvidal wants. Because you... you <laughs> Kobe Covington talked about beating him up in the streets, doing whatever he had to do. He's, he's the king of Miami now, right? Did all those things. Well, you now had to not you, – I showed up. I beat you up. You, there's, you can hear him on tape saying he ran from the fight. You can hear him on tape saying, how did, how did he find me? And it's like whoever the social media influencer was, was with him going, well, you post everything on social media. Um, and then, like, Masvidal – Going on on social media almost almost immediately afterwards, saying, "Hey, it's the you know, it's it's just, it, back up your talk challenge and all this other stuff." Masvidal knew that he was probably getting charges, but press them because Kobe Covington has two choices, right? Take those two punches and, and a little bit of dental work. Challenge Masvidal to a rematch in the cage to get it done. Look like a man, or exercise your legal rights, press charges against him on assault. In which Masvidal and people like Masvidal are going to go, oh, but you said you wanted to fight him in the street, bitch. You little bitch. Who's little baby back, bitch? It's you, Kobe. Like, what Masvidal did is shown that Kobe Covington is a phenomenal actor and a very good fighter. Because if the guy who promotes those fights was on that street corner and was getting punched from Masvidal, that's going to the ground. That's not going to him backing up. For the Covington fan, though, isn't he just like a circus to begin with? Like, I've never yeah. looked at Colby Covington and thought, like, this guy makes rational, non-entertainment. Oh. Like, this goes back to the pre-Trump stuff. Like, even yeah. when he was, all that stuff is an act, and maybe I just see through it, and not everybody does. They, they don't. Everybody doesn't have to feel through Colby Covington's whatever he's doing and rocking and everything else, wearing all We've, that stuff. By the way, we finally made it. We did? Yeah, we're getting spammed. By what country? Uh, no, it's some kind of herbal cancer cure that's fake. It's, kind of, oh, it's been right. posted by like four different users. I just keep deleting it. Oh, I thought it's it was, not real. I gotta admit, I looked over one time. I saw this huge post. Yeah. I'm like, oh boy, we brought up COVID. Here comes nah, somebody on Facebook. No, nah, there's there's right. some like like the whatever country that the herbal cancer cure posts are coming out of is because it's been by four different people. Like, um, you know, pretty sweetie was the first one deleted her. Now it's just another one. So we've made it. We've made it. We're getting spammed at the Tech East Fire and Water Restoration Facebook page where you can watch us live. Uh, my Facebook is covered in catfishes. I tweeted about this yesterday. Yeah. Is this happening to everybody? Please let me know. Like My phone is bad lately. Unbelievable. And hey, how are you? Hey, how are you doing? Because I don't use my Facebook. I don't Facebook's supposed to be for like personal stuff. Mine's just straight promotion of an audience who might not be on Twitter or Instagram. Just people find out what the show. Why don't you just talk about it on the radio? No. <laughs> I want people to listen to it at some point. Oh, oh. Uh, just like a Masvidal right hook, baby. <laughs> Two uh, piece in a soda. That's right. Street King Jesus. No, that's not it. 
What's Masvidal's nickname? Street Jesus. Street Jesus. Okay, yeah, yeah I think game bread. Right there. Yeah, another punch. <laughs> so yeah, uh, the Masvidal thing. Remember the old sketch on the Chappelle show when keeping it real goes wrong? Yeah, that's what that felt like. Like I know I gotta back this up. I know Covington says he's gonna find me in the streets. The end result is not what either one of those guys want, and maybe they just never thought it hit the press. Oh no, it's hundred percent what Masvidal wanted. I st- I'm telling you right now because Masvidal, look, Masvidal's at a point in his career where he's not gonna win a ton of fights in the cage. He's just not. Like he's. He's not Dan Hooker past his prime, but he's he's close, and he's got his contract now. Right. So so yeah. So what it, it's what he did was a Conor McGregor level promotion of a fight, but there are people you know that you just don't mess with, right? There's people you know that like y- you will y- maybe you'll joke about like uh, you know the guys in the office. Well, we'll joke around about a man. I'll slap the hell out of you. Blah blah blah. We'll joke around, but you have friends. That you know, if you joke about slapping the hell out of them, there's a chance you're gonna catch a right. There's a chance you're gonna like your reckless words will will end you getting popped, and you don't do it. Or when you do it and it happens, eh, you know what? Kind of saw that one coming. Masvidal's that dude. Covington knows Masvidal's that dude, and Covington had a little had a little taste of reality headed to the dentist chair because all this does is build the legend of the guy. You, the reason you liked Masvidal in the beginning is he was a street fighter. Yeah, you know what I mean. All this does is continue that legend. It, it look what's what's the worst that's going to happen to him on an assault charge? Big fine, one night in jail, maybe if he if even. He's paying for promotion of his next fight. That's all he's doing. And look around, right? John yep. Jones has been in trouble for. If they ever yeah. brought him back, they'd still sell a bunch of pay per views. Conor yep. McGregor's big thing in Brooklyn, he had happen. It's not as if this has not happened in the fight game before where a fighter has gotten issues with the law and still been able to profit. Matter of fact, go full go full WWE on this one. The next UFC, when these two are going to fight in like six months, don't do it in the cage. Do it in a bar. Just go full WWE. <laughs> Sign all the waivers, move all the glass out of the room, and let them throw hands in a Miami nightclub. Barroom bro. Yeah. I mean, because like, that's, that's who Covington is, you know, and... Masvidal is like, when Masvidal sat down with us in Miami, he was so much nicer and far better spoken than I expected him to be. Because again, I know him as a street fighter. And you want to talk about a good way to get your eggs scrambled? Street fight. Your brain ain't gonna be right. Great guy, nice as could be. But you could also see there was points where like he would lean over and talk to me. Like like if I'm sitting, if you're watching on Techie's uh, Facebook or Godzilla's YouTube, I was sitting across the table from. And once in a while, he'd lean over, like even in commercials, and be like. Hey man, you know, blah 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 blah. And I'm like, there's a vibe here that if I was dumb enough to say something stupid right now, I'd get I'd at least get an open hand slap. You you just you could feel it. It was there. I had a friend who used to do this thing called AKP. Still does it. I know he does. He just lives out of New York now. Called it ass kicking potential, where he'd go yep. somewhere in a room and wondered if something went down right now. <laughs> yes. Can who's, I get out of the room? Who's yeah, right, exactly. Can I get out or whose ass can I kick where I'm standing right now? By the end of what you just talked about right there, Masvidal was very nice to us and said, hey, I'll bring you guys around. Like, yeah, you guys are big yeah. dudes. Like, we can hang. Yeah. Like, he was feeling right. it ought to be like, is this guy on my side or am I going to have to take it? Right. Like, it just must be a mental thing and anywhere from a bar to the street. Like, that is the one thing with boxers and UFC guys and MMA fighters all across the board. Like, that's how you they, make your living. But there's some dumbass who's going to be drinking yeah. a bar saying, hey, Masvidal's not that big. Right. I could take right. it right now. Right. I could. 
Like there's a guy right. everywhere they go. Some yep. guy machismo feels that looking at fighters. It happens. It does. I mean, look, but he's I tell you what, he's the one. <laughs> he's he's the one. I feel like if you if you got in his face, there's a good chance you're gonna catch a hand. It just and again, nicest guy couldn't be couldn't be more you know engaging with us and like you said joked around had a good time when he said i'll walk around with you guys anytime you want i felt like if we had gone to his people and went hey we're coming out in miami tonight is 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 jorge being real yeah come on come on we'll, we'll put we'll we'll book two more seats like you know you you'll be able to sit in the champagne room for a little while Bring your money. <laughs> we ain't buying. <laughs> We're inviting. We ain't buying. Could you imagine if it was Jorge Masvidal and before they bring out the money, all of a sudden in walks Jared Lowe's here. I'm here to save you cash. Oh, oh 518-956. I think Masvidal, like Lozier is so intense. Like he's so <laughs> like the things that Jared cares about, he cares about. He'd be over the top too much. Why are you drinking that kind of tequila? I love this kind of tequila. No, that's that's his that's his brand, bro. That's his leave him alone. <laughs> I forget how big Jared is. Six four, probably. He's not two, six four. He got the lighted hooters. My arms are too short. I'm six yeah, he's two. Not six four. I think Jared might have been six four. We'll ask him that. Yeah, but you're all torso. No, like five foot eight, nine five six, three seven five six. Three. You know what? Do this, do a favor for me. All right. Text him and ask him how tall he is right now. Five one eight nine five. Not you, you listening. Nine five six three seven five three or email him. J-A-R-E-D-L at nemail.com. Title the email, how tall are you? Can you save me money? That's what we want. This guy's going to shop the market for you. If you're looking for a quote on your home, your insurance rate, your, your business you're running right now, your car, at the end of the year, it's going to add up. Let him shop the market for you. That that monthly cost you might be paying, that yearly cost, saving six you three. cash. Six three. Six okay, three. so we're in the yeah, six three. There. Jared Lozier is six foot three and will save you money. Five one eight. Nine five six three seven five three, Jared Lozier helping you save cash on your insurance policies in 2022, and he's very tall. Uh, I just let him know that you're flirting with him on the podcast right now. It's not, it's not so what happens. He'll be at Hooters. He'll be at Hooters. Five thirty to seven, we'll do the show live. We'll hang out. Uh, Justin Morris, our our good friend who won the uh, Levac Guys Bowl Challenge, he's going to come take advantage of that free happy hour. Nice. We got him covered. Hopefully, Boston Dan likes you enough to cover it. You- We've got him covered. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you. I thought I heard a you in there. Well, okay, you. You own Godzilla Media. I looked at my bill from this past Hooters, and I tell you, some things didn't make sense. That's my fault. I bought um, some people some. Yeah. Well, no, we left. I saw. (laughs) We were waiting for you to say something. I know. I saw. I were waiting for you to say something. Tuesday. A Tuesday. I'm saying something. We were waiting for you to say something. Well, because we did. We cleared everything up. And then we all ordered a couple more drinks. Yes. And then, <laughs> and then we left. <laughs> and I was outside waiting for the car. And Dan went, "Did we leave Gaz with the with with the bill?" I'm like, "Well, it's only a couple of drinks." And he goes, "I go. He's he's been he never he always flashes the Gaz little media card. He never uses it. Let's let him. <laughs> it's unbelievable. We'll take care of him if he wants Tuesday, it. I'm like, you want some money? No, no, no. It's funnier because I'm like, man." I probably would have pulled it at some point, and they all did it to me. And I'm like, I'm not even mad. You were, you were in a special kind of way. Yeah, I was having fun. It's yeah. a great time. You went from like everything was normal to like, <laughs> we're like, dude, you got a ride? Yep. You good? <laughs> yep. All right. We're gonna leave. Go ahead. Get out of here. I think you called us pussies or something, and then we left. That's right. Um, By the way, it could be like that this Friday. We'll see. Uh oh. Got breaking <laughs> news. Uh oh. Jared Lazier said he. 
we were supposed to put our drinks on gas. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jared, he said he'll pay for yours next time. I didn't this, say that. This, this Friday. We were supposed to get tacos on Monday. It's Friday. Aw. Yeah, he's there he is. Jared, here he is. Wait, we were supposed to put drinks on gas? <laughs> I didn't put drinks on anyone. I just, you know, I just, listen, I, I pick up just as many tabs as anybody oh no i'm just saying so like, i'm but no i'm just saying like I, you know i wasn't like malicious for me to do it i was just no, funny. I, it was hilarious. I was like i was like what was it it was only probably about six eight drinks something like that right yeah that's, yeah it's it. fine right? i just can't like imagine that you just brought up justin i'm like someone's gonna be saying their name is justin and show up to hooters friday I'm like yeah i'm justin that's on the uh no. godzilla media justin, tab. So justin, that. justin legit saved my ass today because i i didn't know it was the same justin so justin came and fixed the copier and printer both of them here at the Albany Empire offices. So I've had, I was going through that, like that cycle, that vicious cycle of my tech guy going, yeah, this is a printer company issue. And I was going to the printer company like, no, that's a tech guy issue. And then like, I just happened to remember like, isn't just this boom, him. and uh, he came in, started fixing it, everything got it, got us to a point where we're, where we're moving again. And he's like, all right, see you Friday. I'm like, you are that Justin. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so yeah, no, well, trust me, we're taking care of that guy. Gaz is gonna we're gonna put all that on on the Godzilla Media card. Don't worry about that at all. Kansas, you better hit. All right. You better, you better hit. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be bald and broke by the end of that, by the end of the, the Hooters broadcast. Yeah. It's gonna be so much fun. Wanna do a little uh little QA of the day? I, I do, but I want to I have to tell you about my sleep first, don't yes, I? Yes, you do. I want to tell you about the integrative sleep center in Boston Spa with Dr. Fred Greer. Going there Thursday to see everybody. By the way. Proud, proud sponsors of the Albany Empire, the Integrative Sleep Center. Yeah. Um, love, love everybody over there. Doctor is the man. Uh, I was so terribly sleeping, and I didn't realize it. It just it catches up to you over time. So like when it was gray out, I would just I'd be head bobbing. Like I'd be driving, I have to drink like two energy drinks to get to work. Now I get great sleep, and it's through a mouthpiece, not a not a not a mask, no hoses, no wires, no nothing, no. It's just a mouthpiece that keeps your bottom jaw just a, a little bit forward, keeps your airway open, snoring's under control, sleep apnea is under control, which is better for this big fat heart of mine. And it has just been such a difference for my energy, my ability to uh, to recover, to go back to the gym, things of that nature. And it all started by calling 518-885-6185. 518-885-6185. Dr. Fred Dreer in the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa. Great people helping me sleep better. They will help you sleep better as well. Before we get to Q&A at the end of the day, I feel like I passed an opportunity to ask you this question earlier. Are no, you, I will not go to prom with you. Are we actually going to – the hockey action this Thursday and Saturday uh, here at the MVP Arena, uh, I think it's going to be a really good crowd. Are you going to be attending any of these games? Or should fans in the Capitol region – this is like the biggest event probably locally for the next three months in the sports calendar here in the 518? Uh, th- for three months? <laughs> I'm just kidding. How about, how about for 32 Empire. days? <laughs> April 23rd, the Albany Empire, your Albany Empire, hosts the Carolina Cobras. <laughs> my host, I mean, beat the crap out of them. You see that trophy back there? That's what I'm saying. I got my fat well. There it is. Um, no, we're, yeah, it, it, I, I think I might. I might go to the games. I was talking to uh, to Mike Corda, owner of Techies Fire and Water Restoration and the Albany Empire earlier today. And he was like, yeah, maybe we'll go. Yeah, maybe we'll go. I, I don't like. I wish Michigan had been able to come a year ago. I'm a bit, you know, obviously I want to see Michigan. That didn't happen, and they're not in it this year, at least not this bracket. I don't, I don't know the rest of it. I don't watch a lot of college hockey, but you know, Notre Dame always has a good program. Uh, is it North Dakota, Minnesota State? The other one escapes me at the moment. Who the other one is? I don't know. 
Well, I'll, be, I'll come watch. I don't know. I like events like this because you get fans from across the country, and that's kind of why I set it up with the Empire thing and you hit it out of the park for me. No, that you screwed up. We're going to get fan up. bases from hockey towns like North Dakota, hopefully from San Antonio, Jacksonville, Orlando, everything else. And this is the time where it happens because two years ago, here, then known as the Times Union Center, now the MVP Arena. MVP Arena. was supposed to host the round of 64 and the round of 32. Oh, Harvard. That's the other Harvard, one. Harvard. That's why I don't know. My friend goes to Yale. It's called. So. It's called. Bye, Ryan. Goodbye. Harvard. The Hobart of Cambridge is what many people yeah. call it. Harvard. But it was supposed to be like here locally for sports and everything else. Like there has been so many misses by this because of what happened in 2020. And then 2021, really when things started to change was when the Albany Empire took the field. That was like a great, it was a great moment for the Capital Region sports scene because it felt as if, and I know you were there because you were on the field, like that was the return of sports here really in 2021. Right. We had other things happening, but because of restrictions in the college game and everything else, it felt like the Empire were the first one to let people back. And this is just going to be another one of these moments uh, from a behind the scenes stuff because it feels like it's a now, little slower. By the way, the cancer post has now turned into herpes post, but the same cure. God. So apparently, whatever this cure is, it's cancer and herpes. It'll get, it'll take good care of you. Does it affect you guys for the empire? Like, is this NAL news, especially with the field? Are you guys going to be practicing here at some point? Is the oh, hockey it's, set up? It's, the firewolves is all of that affecting you guys? Um, point? no, you know, honestly, like we. So our our training camp starts April third. So we'll have the guys ready to go. So as far as like like what it does for us, the only thing it's it's getting in the way of it all for me is a lot of the people that I want to work with to plan this season are very busy doing this. So that's the only thing is it just puts everything back a couple of days on that part, like for game day ops and things of that nature. But no, it's, it's just good. It's just good to have. And I think if we can get good crowds here, it's just more proof that we're ready, you know? So, um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I want, I want, I just want to see people at the MVP arena. Like that just helps. Like every time we see it, and then like so they got they got that, and then Sebastian Maniscalco is going to be here, um, and then the Firewolves game on the April sixteenth. Will the Albany Empire will be there at the half? You get your first chance to take a look at our new team. Oh yeah, you beat yeah. me too. That's the setup. To basically, yeah. this is going to be the roster. We can yeah. find out your favorite players and everything else. Yeah, and then uh, the twenty third, we we go, and the Firewolves are going to come to our game. And we're gonna get so we're gonna give away tickets to our home opener on April sixteenth for the Albany Firewolves game, and then the Firewolves are gonna give away tickets to their next game at our April twenty third game. So they so it's it, wait 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 hang on kumbaya. Hang on. I want to make sure I heard that right. Yeah, you guys, the Albany mm -hmm. Empire, are gonna give away tickets at the Firewolves game. Correct. And then the Firewolves are going to give away tickets to their game at the Empire game. Correct. Okay. Okay. So like so technically, if you think about it this way, right? So if you buy tickets, I shouldn't say this because it's the Empire game. It's the one I need. Um, if you buy tickets to the April 16th Firewolves game, you're, you could honestly tell yourself you're buying tickets to three straight games because you get that. And then we'll be giving out our tickets on the concourse. So then you go to 23rd. When you're at the 23rd game, you walk up to the concourse. The Firewolves are giving away game tickets to their next game. So next thing you know, you've gone to three games for the price of one. Look at that. I don't know if there's any other professional sports teams in upstate New York. Now, the answer to that's no. I would like to see if anyone's working like you guys are. That's a very cool thing here for the Capital Region to see sports teams like that, partnering like that. When I first heard you say it, I thought the Firewolves were doubling down and giving away tickets at two games. Like, wait, whoa, hang on, hang on. I think he would if I asked him. I know. I think he would if I asked <laughs> I'm like, wait a second, you? Well, free tickets everywhere. Know. Well, you know, George, George, George Manius was the guy who, who – 
you know, architected the original launch of the Empire, a good friend of ours. And uh, now he's the guy architecting, you know, the, the inaugural season of the Firewolves. So we're working together best we can and, uh, you know, helping the fans. It's all about the fans. All about the fans. Hashtag by fan way, love. Yeah. By the way, single game tickets on sale now at AlbanyEmpireNAL.com or give us a call, 518-714-2200, extension 105 or 101, either one will work well. Get your tickets. April 23rd, home opener. I want to share this picture so bad because this picture Cindy just sent of us, shot herself out. You look like you just finished off a great tackle as a linebacker, a 4-3 defense, a <laughs> second and short, and then me. How would you describe that face right there? Um, <laughs> I think it's, you, you know what, you look, like, you look like a Muppet the first time the hand went up the backside. That's right. The eyes are crossed. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> All the cops are here. Here we are. Look at this. The sheriffs are here. Hey, what's up, Howie? Uh, before oh, we get to Q&A and end the day, let's tell you about our friends over at Mohawk. Honda Selection is king. Glenville, New York is the spot. If you're looking for a new vehicle, head over to Glenville and work with our people. Shout out to Greg Johnson and Lindsey Heron. Uh, Nate and Nick, man, the guys who are running their social media, the Plate Change Challenge. I saw our friends over at Mohawk Chevrolet. We're competing now back and forth throughout the month of March. You're going to see the personalities and the people that you can trust during the carbine experience show off their skills. And also, if you've got some athletic gear that you've used in the past, right now, Mohawks family is teaming up. Have you give it back in the awesome drive going on right now? Check out their Facebook page for more information on that. But if you're looking for a new vehicle, how about a 2022 Pilot EXL? I know it's an awesome ride because it's sitting right there and the sheriffs have drove away. <laughs> Not getting a ticket and I'm back in the NVP employee parking spot. I don't know where that sheriff is. It doesn't matter. Get a new vehicle for yourself. Find the ones that fit your budget. With the gas prices going up, you want to make sure you get a vehicle that's not going to break the bank for you, too. Cam McKenna's my guy. Brian McKenna. Everybody there can help you find it. We love working with those people at Mohawk Honda and Mohawk Chevrolet, where they always go out of their way to please you. Time for Q&A to end the day on a Tech East Tuesday, live from the Albany Empire offices at the MVP Arena. We'll start with Cindy Martin, Realtor to the Stars. Um is Empire roster complete? No. Uh, well, here's here's the thing. We have all of our players. We actually have too many. So we're we're gonna get bringing guys in uh, April third. They'll be here. We're gonna we're setting up a media day for April 9th. We're hoping to do a very hopefully right around then maybe do like a season ticket holder event too. Uh, we're just having trouble getting the right locations together for everything. To be perfectly honest, which I would blame on the team president. Um, but no, uh, coaches got to make some very very tough 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 cuts to get down to that uh, 25 to 26 players and uh, next time coaches i'll let him explain why we could have 26 players instead of 25 Ooh, nice little tease there yeah uh, you did want. you get a comment from bill who wrote in about wanting to see a gas 10 team parley yes i did i was gonna bring that up um yeah bill bill artini uh waiting for gaza's 10 team parlay I missed. I just missed a 15 teamer uh, earlier in the uh, first round. There. I feel like if you do a 15 team parlay, they should pay you out for like 13 out of 15. They should still cash like out a, early. Yeah, you get a payout or something on that. Uh, no 10 team parlays for me, Bill. I've, I'm a changed man now. I went. Over, <laughs> I went over. I think I mentioned this on the Friday show. I started off like over seven, over eight, and said enough's enough. <laughs> I'll just leave my Kansas future wager out there, and just wait till Derby season in May. Not enough investing. I hope some of my brackets might pay off at some point. So, sorry, Bill. No 10 no, Bill. No. All the way for you. Q&A to end the day. I've got Eminem wrote this one in. Eminem? Oh, I, he's got, I, I like his music. I tweeted something nasty to Evan Longoria and all of his minions then got back at us. 
I don't know if that happens more often for athletes. I feel like that's like a show, a media company, a brand thing where like, uh, I guess poor Dan will be the king of this because today's his birthday. It's like, hey, for my birthday this year, I want you instead of wishing me a happy birthday to tweet all the people who are my enemies that you don't like them and they're the worst. <laughs> like, yeah, I like, like that. Yeah, like Barstool, like Outkick, Lebitard. Uh, those are the people that it seems like gets the tweets if you ever say anything bad about the minions. them. Right. I don't think athletes are like that, are they? Uh, everybody. I mean, I saw a full-blown just Twitter fight over whether Devontae Adams was going to wear 17 or 15 as a Raider. And I'm like, I don't give a crap as long as he shows up. Like, But people are like trying to kill each other over it. It's, 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 it's pretty crazy. Uh, how about this one from our good friend uh, Tom Gross? Tom, uh, what do you think of Matt Ryan trade, and where do you think Baker Mayfield will end up? I will stick with that Baker will... Now as the show's progressed, I was between Cleveland, staying on the roster, or Carolina. I will go with staying on the Cleveland roster till week one and then figuring out a trade because Cleveland's willing to wait on that. So I will do that. Uh, as for the Ryan trade, it got better. It was a great deal for Atlanta because that contract made zero sense for where that franchise is, and it made good sense for Indy because they didn't want to go with an unproven quarterback and try to rebuild. They feel like a veteran play by Ryan handing off the football is good. So good trade for Indy. You must have ticked that cop off. He's going to be like six times. You know, right? And uh, I will stick with Cleveland for now for a Baker. My confidence is leaning hour by hour to back off of that take. I um, I like, the, I, I mean, the Matt Ryan trade's fine. I mean, it really means nothing. I mean, it's almost like shuffling trash. Um, But the Baker thing, I think, I think preseason he gets moved. Preseason somebody gets hurt, he gets moved. But uh, maybe, maybe not. Did you get this comment from our pal Boston Dan? Who we see Friday? Hates Sandra Bullock. Hates Sandra Bullock. Hates her. I don't know where that came from in our mass text together, but he just wrote, uh, "Sandra Bullock reflects on the one film she wishes she hadn't done." He says the answer is all of them, right, which he did right on the post. Which he's she doesn't regret them all. I mean, you know, I have so many questions. Is it Speed Two? It's Speed Two, isn't it? Speed Two That's is not the top a good comment. Movie. Was it really? It's not a good movie. Question one, Dan. I don't think he actually answered why he's not a fan of her. I think he just wrote because. And two, did he actually search Sandra Bullock on Facebook, find an article about her, then saw then tagged? How did that all come together that he found that so would that Would that shock you? No. If there's one thing Boston Dan is good at, it's hate. He'd be in the haters ball. Hate, 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 hate. Yeah. Hate, hate, hate. hate. Uh, Corey just wants everybody to know that he has the – Number he has a ninety-seven percent correct in one of his one of his brackets in Godzilla Media. Oh, one Corey, you saved me a rant this year because that was used to be my favorite March rant to do. Is that as much as I love Twitter and I wasn't on Instagram and Facebook for a while, I despised Twitter more this month than any month, and in particular March Man is because of people like you, Corey, because of comments like that. Because you, you can do twenty-five brackets now. And then someone would go on Twitter and be like, I got it right on my bracket. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yes, the 21st right. one I did. Yeah. But I'm not impressed. Well, you know, that was a great Mike and Mike bit back in the day, the sheets of integrity. You know, you, one would do one, one would do 100. You know, whatever. It's it, Yeah, but. Mm, mm. Not impressed, Corey. If right. anything, you're not 97%. Right. I don't then, believe well, it. then here's his questions, too, just for the fun of it. Uh, <laughs> two Q&A, because he's greedy. Hey, Gazi, be careful who's your top five power ranking be, hey, Gazi, be careful. You must have said something to tick him off. Who's your top five power rankings in the AFC? Oh, you know what, Corey? I'll do it. I'll play, the, I'll play your game, Corey. I would put Cincinnati at one. 
I put Cincinnati there because I'll go with my Ric Flair theory to be the man. You got to beat the man. So until Cincinnati plays week one and doesn't look as good, I'll put them at one. I will put Kansas City at two because they were a few plays away from getting back to the Super Bowl. So KC at two. Buffalo at three because Buffalo and Kansas City had one of the great games of all time. Uh, When it came to the playoffs this past playoff season, I would put Tennessee at four. They were the best team in the AFC last season. They were the number one seed. They lost in a game winning field goal. You're bad at this. And who should be number five? Uh, You know what? Oh, number five is the hardest, the toughest one to figure out. I will go with, is it? Yeah. Levec, I'm going to go with your Raiders at five. That you finally got one right. The Raiders would be right. at number five because of how competitive the AFC West is, blah, blah. The Raiders would be seriously at five. Bills one, Chiefs two, Bengals three. Uh, who don't want for four? Who don't want for four? Uh, yeah, maybe Cleveland. Your Raiders that high? Cleveland's are five. Uh, Raiders are five, I mean. I think Cleveland. I think, I think if you've got to think about Cleveland, I think that means your Raiders are four and Cleveland's five. All right. I'll take that. I'll take it. I think the Raiders are going to be really good this year. Really, really good. Carr's going to show you something. He's going to show you something. But no, I, I like I like the relationship that Burroughs already got with Lyle Collins, where he's like, your bodyguards are in town, stuff like that. But uh, no, Bills are number one. Bills are going to be Bills are gonna be tough to beat. Uh, power rankings for March Madness. You want to do that or no? Uh, I will do that quickly, Corey. I just looked at one thing on the NFL thing that the Colts we didn't mention or the Patriots, both teams that won a playoff team, won not. I would say the Colts are better. We've mentioned that throughout the show, but Matt Ryan teams are better than that. Matt Ryan. Uh, Jones, ha- power rankings for the teams left. Uh, I have Kansas winning my bracket, so they're one. Uh, Gonzaga would be two. Arizona and Duke are both in trouble, but I'll give them three, four right now. And Villanova, five. Texas Tech should probably be higher, but that's how I'd lay it out right now. I don't know where I'd put Texas Tech. I feel like I missed them. Though. Arizona, Texas Tech, Gonzaga, uh, Houston. And then uh, Kansas, yeah, no, F Kansas, <laughs> FM, F Duke, St. Peter's, uh, Michigan. We'll just do it. Let's put it out there. Why not? I haven't been homer enough in my sheets. I'll be a homer in the streets. What's up? How you doing? Um, I do. I still. I think it's important to put again that Jared Lazier is confused and wish that he'd known that we were you were going to be paying for all the drinks last Friday. Hopefully, he shows up and makes you do it this one. Um, <laughs> I don't, Jared. That is a Levac thing. All right. Hopefully, you heard that whole story. Everybody had a few drinks. Yep. It was the Jared, your boy, uh, Terry Hiplo. Does St. Peter's have a shot? Well, many shots, but not to win. I so badly want St. Peter's to be in the game. I will be rooting for St. Peter's. I texted you at Levac Saturday. I think it was Saturday night, and said, "I hope Texas wins because they are going to get killed if it's Purdue." Yeah, seven foot. It's like here hopefully it's competitive for the first 10 minutes because if every possession is them dumping it down to the seven foot four kid on Friday night, and I'm going to rant more about this in a few days, but yeah. please don't make it like that. So, uh, yeah. no, no, nah. sorry. Sorry. Uh, one more for you. It's uh, it's from, it's from Instacam. Uh, you plan on going to nationals park this season, guys. Oh, uh, we were talking about this off the air mm. on the Friday show, how much I love that park. It's one of the ballparks I want to go to. Cam, I will try to go there. It's a little bit more difficult in my life with the bebe. Uh, I wish I could go. Probably not, but it's on the bucket list of things I'd like to do probably within the next five years. Probably better go there than watch the uh, Orioles get their asses whooped in, in Camden. I mean, just you how know, could just, you, Cam? Did you set it? Did you set that up, Levac? Yeah. Were you in- guys on a team in- there? Insta Camden. 
Uh, all right, so that's your Q and A today. You got any over there or no? Uh, we just ran through a bunch that I wanted to do. So oh, uh, I got them over here. I'm good. I got. It. I could also let you know about uh, that that miracle cure that for herpes and cancer that we keep getting spammed with. <laughs> Gotta watch you read the it, entire show. Oh my god, it's like it's like a pair, but it's like each one is like uh, it's obscene. It's obscene. Um, no, those are all the ones I want to do. All right, I have a question for you. <clears throat> Can I leave? Uh, yeah. All right. Um, a little bit of advice for everybody. If you think you might have to go number two directly before a 90 minute podcast, do it. Struggle bus party one right here.